Okay, I'm going to play uh, a conversation between Steve Kirsch and Dr. Ryan Cole, who's a pathologist. And this is from, well, it was uploaded in March 2022. And it's about the mystery blood clots that are showing up in, in dead people. So I've posted a little bit about mystery blood clots more, from more recent stuff, but I want to look back and see what we knew in March and then work forward on the timeline from there. So this is, again, Steve Kirsch interviewing Dr. Ryan Cole. He's a pathologist, been a pathologist for a long time, and uh, a lot of people know who he is <laughs> so without further introduction. Um, we're here today uh, talking about blood clots, and in particular, uh, embalmers have reported that they're seeing these unusual clots that they've never seen before in their entire history, and it only started after the vaccines rolled out and, and seems only to be in vaccinated patients. So I had one embalmer who had multiple cases and they knew which had the telltale clots and which didn't have the telltale clots. And they went back and they found the vaccination status and it matched up 100% um, to, um, you know, to what they observed. So, so this is rather damning. It, it's, uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of association there that, that shows these clots are never happened before and they're only associated with vaccinated people. So, uh, Ryan got uh, some samples of these blood clots so he could examine them and see what they look like, right? Because um, the question is, could these clots have been caused by the vaccine or they're uh, clearly caused by something else? And so, so let's, let's cut to the chase here, Ryan. So, you, I mean, th these clots have been seen in up to 93% of the cases uh, for bombers, uh, generally 40% 40, 40 or higher. Uh, and that's troubling. So if you have, first of all, if you have these clots uh, in your system, is that something that people can live with? Or is that something that basically is just a ticking time bomb and it will kill you uh, within a short amount of time once you develop these clots? Uh, that's a great question. Um, the, the interesting thing in a lot of these patients, you know, there's some blood tests we can do in the lab, one called a D-dimer, which says, you know, a clot is present. So when you see an elevated D-dimer, you think, oh gosh, this patient's clotting. And usually uh, the doctors, the ER doc, the pulmonologist is going to do a scan of the chest, CT, and see if there's a big pulmonary clot. Because usually if you have an elevated D-dimer, that's the direction that, that one thinks. But they weren't finding those. So then that begs the question, well, where are the patients clotting? And most of you know, the docs who are thinking and, and engaging in this are saying, well, then it's got to be microclots. And to that point, I have a colleague, you know, I, I see it in the skin, biopsies and microclots, a uh, colleague down in Texas who's a GI pathologist. And so he gets, you know, colon and, and stomach biopsies. And after the shots rolled out, he, he was seeing tons of microclots in his biopsies. So it, it, you can live with microclots. You can live even with medium-sized clots. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second once we start showing these because you'll see why you can live with them at least for a while. And, and so you can live with the clot there. 
but the tissues around it eventually become compromised or the tissues upstream from where that clot forms eventually become compromised because you don't have oxygen getting there. And then the tissues die off or become malfunctional. So livable to a degree for a while till it isn't. But these massive clots that people are seeing, right? Like they can't get embalming fluid into the body because they, and they pull out these massive clots. I mean, mm -hmm. that basically is what killed people, right? I mean, you can't live with these. It, it, it's one of the factors that's killing people. And, and you're right, because the clot keeps on forming and forming and forming and forming. And it so just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's until yeah, it snowballs. It's, it, you know, the platelets come along and say, hey, I think I'll stick to that. And the red cells come along. Hey, I'll stick to that. And then more fibrin comes along. The protein. So it's like a rolling stone, the, yeah. or the, 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 the yeah. tumbleweed or the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps gathering more and more. And, and then you have a big flopping. And this is what's interesting about these is, is they're kind of anchored to the wall of a vessel. And then you have this big kind of polypy plug. And for a while, it's kind of like this flappy valve and blood, you know, tries to work around it, tries to work around it. But as it grows, then you end up blocking off. Right. So these are uh, tissue samples or whole bodies that you got? Uh, these are tissue samples. So these are the actual clots from within these larger vessels. And to your point, the morticians that usually, they, they'll put a dissolving fluid in to break up a clot so they can get their embalming fluid in. And they were getting back pressure on the system saying, what in the world is going on? So they ended up, you know, going in, grabbing and snaking onto these things and pulling out, you know, six inch clots, 12 inch clots, two, three foot long clots, because, you know, from the hip down into the leg, you have a long vein called the saphenous vein. And so they were pulling long clots out of your longer veins. And to your point, they, they hadn't seen anything like this previously. When did you first start hearing reports of this? Uh, a couple months back. I, you know, I saw the pictures on the internet. Uh, a couple of friends had said, hey, have you ever seen anything like this? Do you think this is real? I said, well, trust but verify is kind of how I work. You know, I observe and then I do the science. And so for me, it was like, okay, that looks interesting. It looks legitimate, but I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. And now I've seen it. Okay, so a couple, a couple of months ago it started, but... Um, the, 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 <laughs> we're on a recording. <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> that's real life. It's all good. It is real life. <laughs> um, but the, okay. But the vaccines have been out since January now. Uh, so you said, you know, three, three months ago, I mean, we're talking the vaccines have been out for a year. How come you're only seeing this now? Or have people been seeing it before and they're just not reporting it before been too scared to report it? I think I think it's that fear factor. I think I think you hit the nail on the head because as I talk to some of these morticians, I you know, this I, I have two hypotheses on these. Number one, they were seeing it and they were like, huh, this is weird, and didn't think anything of it. Or it could be after one shot, you don't see a whole lot of it. After two, you see more. And after three, you see a lot. So it's really, it's just the boosters that really started the, the punch here. I think so, because, you know, in life, the dose makes the poison. If you drink too much water, you can die. Right. Uh, the dose of water makes the poison. And 
And the dose of spike protein makes the poison. Uh, there was the Stanford study that came out a couple of weeks ago that showed how long the mRNA is still uh, persisting within the lymph nodes and still generating spike. And in their study, it was up to 60 days, this synthetic mRNA yeah. making spikes. So, and this is what's fascinating is, is this isn't a classical clotting pathway. Normally, normally you have an entire waterfall, you know, this complement factor needs to trigger this needs to trigger that this fa or factor, not complement factor, 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 factor needs to trigger in order for uh, a clot to form. But with this protein, and this was a, a really good paper just recently, you know, a couple of weeks ago as well um, from Dr. Pretorius out of South Africa, because they were saying, look, something's going wrong here. And so she has a way she measures the elasticity of platelets. And they did flow studies within tubes with normal blood, which, you know, will form a little clot along the sidewall because clots can form on glass. But then when they put spike protein in, incredibly abnormal clots started to form. And what was super fascinating in her studies is normally you think of, okay, in order to form a clot, you need your platelets and you need your thrombin, you need your uh, fibrin and fibrinogen and all the different factors. And so you think traditionally you've got a platelet and fibrin clot. What she found is she took plasma that didn't have platelets in it and just putting the spike in clumped all the fibrin and you know the fibrinogen fibrin fibrinogen and all the different splits that have to happen and lattice it all together without platelets was causing all that protein to stick together as well right so so, so, so you have plausibility here absolutely um, and it, so like if i if i asked you what, what's your confidence level that that these strange clots that you know, you have the samples of, you've seen the three foot. What, what is your confidence level that this is caused by the vaccine? About 80 to 90%. I still want to do a few more studies on the ones I have. Um, I haven't had time because I've been traveling and lecturing, but 80 to 90% just based on the papers that have come out and the mechanisms that have been explained. Okay, so, so, so Ryan, if, if, it's, if it's not caused by the vaccine, then what's causing these clots? How do you well, explain them? And how come you've ne we've never seen them before? Well, there are plenty of conditions in the body, infections, bacteria. I mean, there's a condition called uh, disseminated intravascular coagulation. So, so there are a lot of other infections that can also trigger clotting processes. No, but not in, not in 93% of the cases. Right, 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 right. That's a rare case where you get a patient with a septic infection and then they start clotting. So, you know, do we see clotting in medicine? Absolutely. There's a lot of different conditions. No, but you see like, clots like, like this but before. No, no, two to, three foot, two to three foot long clots, no. You've never seen these before, Ryan. No, and, and so, this... So the cause has to be something that doesn't exist. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, if, if we're using Bradford Hill criteria, yeah, you know, proximate, um, you know... You what, is the other, what is the other possible cause that could cause... No, I agree the, with you. I, I know which direction you're going, and I agree with you. I mean, it's okay. So, so it's I'm not it's not eighty or ninety percent then. Well, and and I'm a I'm a you know I'm I'm that I've I've got to put the final you know little nail in the board to make sure it's okay. But fine. if but I, I asked you, with, I agree with you. No, you're I agree. Basically, with you. saying <laughs> like I don't have a clue as to what other thing oh, might cause no. it. It's something that I don't. It, it would have to be something that I don't know. 
about? I'm, I'm saying I think it's the spike causing it. Yeah, with with you know a, a ninety. Per, I, I, I'd bet in Vegas on nine out of ten odds, and I'm I'm betting once I do a few more um, protein marker stains, then it's going to be ninety nine point nine nine percent odds. Okay, so we're so heading. When, and when will that be? Uh, well, I'm actually finally home for a week or two here and not traveling. So I can, uh, you know, at the scope, I have my, my day-to-day patients. So all this is in the wee hours of the night doing all the extra studies. So hopefully this next week I can do some of those. And by next week I I have some, you know, confirmatory results to add on to that. Um, All right. We're going to check back with you then, but in the meantime, can you, I've I've just got four minutes left because I got to hop on another call. Sure. Can you show us those slides um, uh, that we talked about earlier, the sort yeah. of the before and after? Yeah. And, you know, so, and it's also very troubling when you see these people's blood before and after in these images on the internet, um, where you see the blood is moving normally, and then you see, oh, they just got vaccinated, and now you see the, the there's no movement on the right. slides. Is that right. something that you would expect? And and believe that's caused by the vaccine. Yes, because it's causing an instant clumping. Yep. Okay. All right. So explain. Uh, we've got like three minutes left. Ex- quickly right. explain what what we're seeing. Okay. So this pale pink part that you see in this photo, that would be what a normal clot looks like. Just a few cells trapped in it. That just pink. You know, no blue. In any normal clot, that's what it looks like. Now to the left, that's what we're seeing. You can we're use your mouse pointer, by the way. I think. Uh, yeah, my, I don't know why it's not showing up. Not moving. No, nah, it's not moving. That's okay. So on the left, all that those blue dots, those are trapped cells. So in some clots, you'll see trapped cells. But I went ahead and stained these up to see what kind of cells. And I'll get to that in two slides here. So that pink like that is what a normal clot would look like, very acellular. And what's happening is this this fibrin with some platelets in it and some red cells in it is all sticking together. But now it's causing all these other cells. These are mostly neutrophils and eosinophils, which eosinophils are like your allergic cells. Uh, They have a cell surface molecule uh, that's sticky. It's called a cellular intercellular adhesion molecule. And so this is this brown. So I, I marked all these cells for the expression of this uh, adhesion molecule. So what you're seeing on the surface, all that brown means every cell in there is triggered to express a, a cell protein that says stick to me, stick to me, stick to me. So normally going back, you'd see this nice pink and then eventually the plasmin in your body breaks that clot down. And then when you measure, we'd see a D-dimer because the clot is breaking down. <clears throat> but we have way too many cells trapped. That's why these morticians are saying these are rubbery. I'm like they're rubbery because a ton of that is protein. And there's a, a study that shows that the type of protein, it's kind of an amyloid. Uh, a, an amyloid is, is a protein uh, clot. You get amyloid plaques in Alzheimer's and whatnot. So this is the problem. It's way too cellular. It's way too proteinaceous, way too much protein. And and, you know, rarely we'll see like this in a leg and then vessels will grow through it and try to, you know, grow a new channel so that like that little white slit, you know, it's trying to grow a channel through it so blood can keep trying to get through. But the body isn't breaking these down like it would normally either because that spike bypasses all those different waterfall steps that you need to make a clot and is instantaneously causing a clot and or slowly over time causing it. So both pathways. So somebody may be feeling, you know, weak and fatigued and, and 
don't know why they're so wiped out, but they're wiped out because they're not perfusing their tissues because the micro clots, and these are big clots, but the little clots look like this too, which is what's odd. So it, it's not something we normally see in pathology. So it's, it's a pattern that is highly unusual. And again, Dr. Pretorius's study, you know, she showed pretty well why um, the different cascades are happening and it's the spike itself inducing them. Yep. Okay. I, I've, got, I've got to run to, to another call, uh, but you don't show, like these slides don't show this, you know, three foot long, solid oh, I package. Can. I can I can see if I can grab that out yeah, of something like that that you could show I, us. I did. Um, here I'll just probably easier to pull up on my phone. Um, but I know you got to run. Um, yeah, it was in one of those uh, sub stacks that somebody published recently. Um, or do this. This one isn't three feet long, but. I don't know if you can see that in the tube here. Yeah, not three feet long. No, not three feet long. This this was about uh, twelve inches long, but these long, stringy, rubbery things. Wow! And so uh, you pulled that out out of the inside of a vein. Correct. So this was impeding a vein. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and that that you would never see before. Um, rarely in, you know, other genetic clotting disorders, but not, you know, not 93% of people don't have a genetic clotting disorder. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And so this so, is, so, so suddenly, this, suddenly right, all these yeah. people got a genetic clotting disorder all of a sudden. And these were pulled out of the big veins. So if these are forming in the big veins. Then imagine what's in smaller veins. Exactly. Exactly. Food for thought. Uh, so, so if if I were to cut it right here, would it be fair to say that you're not going to go out and get the booster today? Uh, absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the first two shots, and I'm not getting a third. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Any any final words before we go? No, I I think scientists now that we know need to keep studying. You know, if you you cannot find that for which you do not look, everybody needs to keep looking. What, what do your colleagues say, by the way, when you when you tell them about this? What do they say when you say, "Hey, how do you explain this?" Oh, it's not the vaccine, is what they say. Oh, it's possible. It's not the vaccine. Not the vaccine. They, they live in they live in denial. All right. So that was Steve Kirsch talking to Ryan Cole. It was uploaded to BitChute on March 15th, 2022, so they must have recorded it pretty close to that date, I would th I would think. So that's it for me for now. I'm going to jump back on if I find anything else. I'm looking at old Steve Kirsch videos now, which means there'll be lots of material. Um, and I'll upload it. I'll probably upload another one today and maybe a couple tomorrow if there's anything worth putting on. Um, yeah, that's it for now.